and welcome to another edition of 151. How are you doing out there, friends? It's a very special episode as we're going to do something we've never done before. And uh, before we get to that, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at 151theshow or facebook.com slash 151theshow. I'm Adam, of course. I'm joined by a man whose plans are never thwarted. They call him the Justin. Thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. You got a pat behind you. Yes, yes, yes. No, the thing that we're doing for the first time ever is, um, who's ringing here? Is that me? Is that our, is that our guest? It's me. No, I got my own silence. Okay. It's me. It's always me. Is it? My wife did call, by the way, but I don't know what she wanted. I don't care. Hi, Steph. <laughs> no, uh, for the first time ever, we've got a guest, and we have a real guest who has written a real book. Yes. The author of Prime Infinity. It's a book. It has a cover. And a back cover. Ladies How you and doing, guys? Mr. Ricky Draconi. Thank you for having me, guys. What's going on? Welcome to the basement. I I've been excited to get here since I watched the first podcast. So I know you. He saw the wood paneling and thought porno. All yes, of a sudden. Yes. Who, who doesn't love a good wood panel porno? <laughs> they are the best. They are, especially when it's amateur made, because you get too much production where there's lights and all that we're kind of stuff. Going down a bad road. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, we are. No, we're we're here to talk to uh, Ricky. He's a real. Uh, author, believe it or not, we got a real one on the uh, <laughs> on the show this time. And uh, no, we just wanted to have you in. You're uh, living here in Central Iowa. Yes, sir. And uh, you wrote a book called Prime Infinity. Yep, that's my first one. You have another book. <laughs> I'm just holding all these up. Called Ripples coming out. When's this coming out? Well, I have it in my possession. I'm just uh, going through the final editing, which is... Uh, that good? Yeah, that it, it's that exciting. Writing is a lot of fun. Editing... There's it's, always the good side of something and always the yes. bad side. It's like, oh, this part is really cool. Oh, this part really sucks. Yeah, I mean, with and it's so tricky with editing because you, you get bored. It's kind of tedious. But at the same time, if you miss something, then when the book is published, you're like, son of a... So yeah. it, it, it's kind of like a you have to go through it and try not to fall asleep. So they don't have people editing it for you? They edit it for me, but I have to approve it. Okay, so, so if they miss something... So final yes. edit is still on you. Yeah. I mean, so they'll recommend edits, but I can just decline out everything and just polish however I want it, or I can go through it and make it look a little more polished and I like I'm you. a real author kind of thing. And with Prime Infinity, I mean, there was a couple of things that I just want to bang my head against, but I had my mom edits for me initially. I have a friend of mine who edits. I edited it. The publisher edited it. I approved the final edits and still stuff got through. It's just, you look at it so many times that you start yeah. blanking it out. Yeah, it's a inter in interesting process. All righty. Ricky Draconi, you can follow him uh, on Twitter at Ricky Draconi. We'll put a little thing in the corner here and uh, you can check that out. But uh, no, you've, uh, we met over Facebook a couple months ago. Yeah. Started talking a little bit. Uh, you've come in and done the other show. You've, yep. You're kind of all over the place. You got this book. Um, but your your beginning story is actually pretty interesting because you, like, your wife lets you do what everybody dreams of. Yeah. <laughs> of quit your job and go do this. Yes. It you know I, I've been writing since I was a kid and like I still remember my first short stories about a, uh, like attacking crickets that made a lot of noise. I played footsie with Justin oh, for a second. My, my bionic leg. Because he looked like leg. he was... He's like, no one's talking to me. Oh, <laughs> stop. It's okay. We love you, buddy. It's okay. One of my greatest contributions to this show is silence. 
<laughs> makes a hell of a lot more sense than some of the things that I say sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, but uh, no. Uh, so, so, so I I've been writing since I can remember, and I had a, a defining. You know, everybody has defining moment and kind of their passions, and I had a negative one in high school. Uh, there was this huge poem competition. I'm from Puerto Rico originally, about the history of Puerto Rico, 500 years. Mm -hmm. So I spent pretty much all the time I should have spent in class writing this poem. And it ended up being like a 20-page poem. And I handed it in, and I waited for them to announce, waited for them to announce. And eventually I asked the Spanish teacher, which I terrorized quite a bit. Yeah. It's like, you know, who won? And she just gave me a dirty look, and it's like, you did. And that was how I found out who won the competition that I had been, they had been blasting and promoting in the school because it was a big deal, 500 years. So I kind of shied away from writing after that. Why, why was she mad that you... Because it was supposed to be a haiku. No. <laughs> I think I, it was a little longer than that, though. No, it, it, I, you know, I wasn't the, the most exemplary student. I could get straight A's and not pay attention. It, okay. was, it was too easy. I got you. So it was kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, can you curse on this show? Yeah, yeah. Sweet, yes. I'm, I, I might bleep some of it. Ah, ah, yeah, we, ah. we, try and, we try and keep it kind of PG-13 okay. on PG the swears. Okay, so just the, the, the minor ones. Yeah. yeah. Got it, got it. So it was, you know, after that, it kind of demoralized the, the, the author in me. So I went to college, studied production operations management at Iowa State, ran factories for 12 years, and then eventually said, enough. I mean, it was literally soul-sucking. So I took the opportunity and started writing. I wrote that in like two months. I had a this nightmare that literally I woke up like they show in the movies. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and then the next day, my, my oldest, he's trying to say reincarnation. And he said re reincarnation. And everything just clicked. And that's, <sighs> that's kind of the process in, in the book. So I just banged it out, start shopping it, got told no about 30 times. Wow. You So... From from beginning of sending it out just yeah. to actually getting it published to having who who's publishing it Sarah 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 book publishing yeah so how long was that to get it out it was about a year and a half really I mean but accepted it was about nine months okay the the the, the editing process and once you get accepted awesome you know now they want the back cover they want photos they want all this information then you go online to get edited and because you're not the only author the, the publishing house has and once they get it out they send it to you and then you uh you go through the process i'm going through right now with ripples then you get it back to them and they can put it out okay ricky draconi is our guest here on 151 you can follow us at 151 the show on twitter also on facebook and you can follow ricky uh on twitter at ricky draconi it's with an I. Yeah, it's from Corsica. Corsica? Yeah, uh, my mom's side of the family, my, well, my great-grandfather, Lorenzo, he immigrated from Corsica to oh. Puerto Rico. So it's a real name. It's not something I just made up because I thought it sounded cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> Much well, like Justin. Well, people, <laughs> yes. well, people ask me all the time, is that real? It's like, yeah. And I mean, and I still have family in Corsica that, that relatives have go visit and i plan to some point hopefully go and visit them and but yeah well now that you're a big time author it should be good oh yeah i'm huge you know justin huge. give us your best ricky <laughs> <laughs> no uh 
So you're. This is the next book, Ripples. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, the year is sixty-seven forty. Humans finally reach the pinnacle. Civilization. When's this coming out? Uh, hopefully within the month. Really? Yeah. I'm just like I said. I just gotta get it done, and edit it, and send it back, and they put it out. So it shouldn't take that long. So you got Prime Infinity. You have Ripples. Yep. Are they connected? Are they these a series? They're different worlds. I mean, Prime Infinity. At some point, I know I'm gonna come back to the story and, and do a follow up, uh -huh. just the way I, it finishes and and the amount of characters that I have. Yeah, that this I want has got to a brutal ending. Yeah. <laughs> like it's got one of those endings. It's because it makes you ask questions of, okay, how long is this going on? How many times have they done this? Yes. That kind of thing. I don't want to give it away in case you want to read it. Yes. Uh, which you can find it on Amazon. Amazon, iTunes, Kindle, or Sarah Book Publishing website, they have it there too. Okay. Especially for international orders. They got to order through, uh, if you want the, the paperback, it has to be through Sarah Book. Okay. Is there a digital download or anything? Yep. Kindle cool. and iTunes, both Perfect. of them. Nice. Which when I saw myself on, on iTunes, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a big moment there. What do you got, Justin? I'm, I'm, I'm. I told you, man. For for the interview stuff, man. It's 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 all you. I'm you're, I'm here to be a pretty. You're face. like the sci-fi fanatic. I mean, you're you're the. I I am, and I want to I want to get through all the foundation stuff right. and, and before then... you start peppering him with every question. <laughs> yeah, imaginable. exactly. Exactly. Why is there a hole in your story right here? Okay. No, 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 no. I'm, so you I'm missed a, big... a comma. <laughs> I'm a well. I am a I am a big fan of the the uh, the Oxford comma. Yes. You know. Uh, it's uh, it's, uh, it's something I think about at night. So we've covered ideas of where Prime Infinity came from. Yeah. A dream, right? Yeah, it was a, a nightmare, but yes, a dream. Nightmare, then the kid does reincarnate. Reincarnation. Reincarnation, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. At what point were you writing this and were like, man, I'm getting into some dark stuff? Because there is some dark stuff in this book. I mean, everything from coming back to life. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's really given much away. No, right? no, no. The reincarnation is... It, it's a play on words of reincarnation. Instead of, we're carbobane organisms, and so instead of focusing on the spiritual side of that, it's more on the physical side. And being able to transfer the, the mind, the soul, whatever yeah. you want to call it, to a new clone body. So it, it's that's the big technology big premise and it's something like you know when i was at this festival i people were asking what kind of book do you write and i'm like i don't know the kind of books i write so it, it finally settled on uh, speculative fiction because is that, what, is that what you call this yeah because i mean it's there's roots of the book are stuff that are actually happening today you know the growing of organs in laboratories the the technology to clone an organism is there so it's just what happens if we go too far down a certain rabbit yeah. hole and that's kind of the same thing with ripples i i like books like that i like the fiction you know i was telling people you know when when you saw star trek the next generation you know the doors would open automatically and people would on t like watching it was like oh my god what technology now you go to walmart and two doors do the same thing and everybody thinks twice about it so it's i like the science fiction the fiction that that is plausible that is Something that, you know, you don't have to immerse yourself in a new world. I got to ask, yeah. just for being from Iowa, the hospital at the beginning is Blank Children's, right? Yes. Yes, I got it. <laughs> well, I was reading it, and it starts out, and he's, you know, like hospital in Iowa and all this, and it's like, I think he's talking about Blank Children's. Yes. I mean, the best way, I mean, the easiest way for me to write something and make it credible, at least in my opinion, and from what I'd like to read is basing on something I've seen or lived or experienced. Yeah, that's the kind yeah, of absolutely. one is yeah. write what you know. Yeah. yeah. So don't, I try not to imagine too much. I like to describe reality, but twist it. It's a, I love Dali and MC Etcher as 
you know, visual art, uh, artist. So I, I like to think of myself a surrealist, but of the written word. So it's it's the truth, but it's just twisted. Okay, so visually, there's a couple of influences. Who do you who do you like to read? Growing up, which is really the ones that stick to you. I mean, you read a lot through your life, but mm-hmm. the ones you read as a teenager. Doctor Seuss. <laughs> I never knew about Dr. Thing Seuss one until and thing they two. came here. Really? Really. Back, they don't have Dr. Seuss in Puerto Rico? No. I mean, I discovered that when I got here, and it's like, who is this guy? Why is he so popular? Kind I'm, of like, wow. I'm, I'm reading Cat in the Hat every single night right now. Ah, little ones. Yeah, yeah. both of us. Yeah. What age? Uh, she's just about four. Okay. And you're so one-ish? One. Yeah. yeah. A little yeah. over. Mine are 11 and 8, so I don't have to do yeah, you're, you're, done, you're done with them, uh, He's reading them ripples and yeah. letting them well, find the edits in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dad, you're missing a damn comma again. Well, the my oldest read Prime Infinity, and he liked it. And he came up like, oh, yeah, I found a typo. I'm like, <laughs> it's like don't tell me that. <laughs> no Why? supper. Go to bed. Go, keep reading. Ignore it. You know what I meant. Just keep reading. So that, yeah. But he actually, he's going to seventh grade, and his sixth grade literacy teacher was a little bit of a, I think oh, she, had, she had aspirations of being a college professor. Uh-huh. So she was quite the ball buster with the kids. And for his last uh, book report, he read Ripples and did a report on it, just a little dig back, because like, it was painful hey. all, all, all semester, all year with him. Hey, guess what? My dad's a published author. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, uh, who else you reading? Uh, I love Edgar Allan Poe. That's okay. who I read a lot when I was a kid, a teenager. Uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, uh, he wrote uh, 100 Years of Solitude, Noticias de un Naufrago. He's from South America. So I got exposed to different literatures being where I'm from. Currently, I love uh, Jim Butcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, We're both fans. I, I love him, and I love one of the things I, I kind of like from him, like he'll diffuse tension with, a, with humor. So I like to use that. There is a butthole joke in yes. Prime Infinity yes. that nice. that made me like laugh out loud. Type funny. So no, you just kind of made me think of a question. And uh, we're talking to Ricky Draconi. He's the author of Prime Infinity. Soon uh, coming uh, ripples. Which I don't know if you can hear that. It's laminated. Yes, it's fancy. But uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Ricky Draconi. Um, you just made me think of a question. You know, you talk about these different authors, mm-hmm. you know, from South America, Puerto Rico and stuff. What, what sci-fi or fantasy, because here in the, in the States, it's kind of the same thing. All exactly the same, but it's not. I mean, it, there's a kind of a common thread there, I guess. A cult, it's probably cultural more than anything. What, yeah. What's a South American sci-fi book like? I mean, is it a lot different or? But what I've found, like South American, Central American or european literature there's not always a happy ending okay and that's very different from the united states literature and or movies i mean one of my favorite books is or stories is i am legend and yeah. and the the if you read the book you know yes the movies take liberties and all that kind of stuff and that's going to happen i mean whatever but the ending what made that book i am legend what made that book uh like you know, makes you stop and reread. Make sure you read what you read. Spoiler alert! I'm not saying it. It it it's different. No, from, you can't. I said spoiler alert. You okay, can say whatever fine. you want. Well, okay. Yeah. So spoiler alert. And and the book, you know, throughout the story is a very dark story. It's a very he's hunting the, the vampires or whatever yeah. you want to call them. And at the end of the story, they finally capture capture him. He gets beat up during the capture, and he gets put in this tower. 
and he is, you know, almost dying from the injuries. And he hears his murmur coming on outside. And he's like, what's going on? And he gets up, he stumbles through the little window and looks outside and, and everybody goes quiet. So he sees all his eyes looking back at him, which are petrified and horrified. And in that moment, he says, oh, my God, I've become the things that crawls through the night. I've become the things that kids are scared of. He I am their, legend. He, he became their boogeyman. Yeah, exactly. So it, it was like, it, you know, I get chills thinking about that <laughs> kind of twist because it's 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 ugly, but it's real, but it, and it's beautiful all at once. And and that's something that, you know, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, his, his stories weren't always like, ah, oh, and everybody yeah. live happily ever after. Well, I guess I guess that would be true because like uh, uh, Philip Pullman, his Dark Materials, that had an ending that when, when I first read it, like it screwed me up for a couple weeks because it's like, wow, what a mind job that is, you know, to think about it. And I guess would that would you say that influences in Prime Infinity? Yeah, my, my endings I get called uh, a hole a lot when from my editors like you bastard, and it's because I like in my short stories and stuff like that I like to I like the author to the the reader to be engaged in that ending to have to make a decision to have to think yeah and yeah. not just like oh, okay cool everybody you know three little pigs went home you know it's there there's that those are the books I remember the books that I love. So that's why I, I like to put that out. I got you. Uh, Ricky Draconi is our guest here on 151. You can follow us at 151 The Show on Twitter. It's also on Facebook. Uh, all that information is on the page. Uh, Ricky's uh, information is there as well. Do you find that, you know, as we're talking about, you know, that with the, the, the cultural stuff, the differences, do you find that's a reflection of uh, the culture that it's in? Like the the United States, you know, stuff uh, traditionally has been a very happy ending. Everybody rides off into yeah. the sunset, sort of, uh, you know, almost you know goes back to what Gene Roddenberry said about Star Trek, a Western set in space, and that was always you know that was always the way you ended it. Yeah. Uh, well, do you, do you find that I mean to be again a reflection of of the culture and what it's written in? I mean, that's a huge influence, and what people I mean here. I remember when I was in college, and, and this kind of, I'll get back to the point there. A kid asked me, like, how do you like being in America? And I'm like, I've been in America for all my life, Central America. And my home country, Puerto Rico, has been around for over 500 years. The U.S. has been around just over 200. So the U.S. is still culturally in, as its infancy. Kids' stories usually have a happy ending, and people are, are trying to focus on the positive as, you know, the growth of this nation is incredible. But culturally, they're still find, trying to find its identity. Mm -hmm. That's why you have so many clashes between everything in this, in, in this you know, race, cultures, everything. They're still trying to find the identity of what it means to be a United States citizen. We're kind of in that uh, teenage years. Exactly. Right now, we're just angry about everything. Yes. That's the, the literature, I think, follows that path, that reflection. There's authors that try to make you think. I mean, you haven't done everything's a, a beautiful ending. But once it gets out to the masses, it always gets massaged into that mm -hmm. happy ending. Because my country, we're aware of the atrocities that happen. And it's not like, oh, my God, when the Spaniards came over, they annihilated everybody there. You learn from that. And you, you have to reach a certain point as a as a country as a culture to accept that and it's like okay it's part of our history it was ugly 
but it's part of it and we have to recognize it. We have to learn from it. That's the growing pains the U.S. is going through a lot nowadays is that they don't want to acknowledge the ugly parts. I mean, it's like, no, 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 it didn't happen like that. No, no, it was nice. No, no, no. And and you have to own it. You have to. That makes that ugly. The good things and the bad things that happen to you in life is who the, what defines who you are. And a nation has to go through that process, too. Wow, we got deep. Sorry. <laughs> well, revisionist history is a... Is a is a heady subject. What can you say? Yeah. Well, well, history is always told from the side of the winner, the victors, exactly. So it's always you know skewed. No, ab- absolutely. I mean, yeah. No, nobody, nobody hears from the nobody hears from the losers. So, I mean, and, and they the- shouldn't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to be heard from. They should have won. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe you should have tried a little bit harder. Exactly. <laughs> That's mean. I, I apologize. Uh, no, it's okay. Actions. It's hilarious, man. It's funny. All right, so Prime Infinity is out. Ripples is coming out. What else you got going on? I'm working on... I have already finished uh, a book called The Angel of Mad Men, which hopefully should be coming out next year. It's kind of a, a, a book a year. Okay. The the Speed. And that one, I think I'm... Is it a sequel to either of these or anything? No, it's... You know... The you story, just got too many ideas in your Yeah, head. I do. I mean, and the stories just come out when they want to come out. It, yeah. I, I can't say, okay, I'm going to sit down and write about this. I've tried, and it's really hard. When the story is pushing in the back of my head and driving me insane and reality becomes a little blurry because I think I'm in the story, I was like, okay, I got to write this or I'm going to lose my mind. So uh, the Angel of Madman, you know, that one was inspired by a lot of local events and life experiences it's kind of like my modern day don quixote so that one's coming out next year i'm working on a script uh the dude from south africa yes say say his name kahua kahua sure (laughs) like we can tell if he's wrong no it like i actually message him how do you say your name properly because it's it's one of those names with a lot of consonants and very few vowels and it's like how in the world do i say this but uh, we met through Twitter, and awesome guy. He he used to be a professional rugby player, and I used to play football. So we kind of both bonded over liking to hit stuff with our heads. And then he uh, he he's like the he runs the field for a, vi- a vineyard. So oh, wow. so I through my writing process, there's a lot of wine and a lot of either it's either wine or vodka Seven Ups, and that's. This one gets a little darker because there was a little more vodka involved than wine. Ripples? Yeah. Yeah, what's Ripples about? Uh, well, Ripples is... This one I like to play with... I just hit myself in the head with this. Aww. It's like a boom. Sharp corners. Work Be careful. careful. So in Ripples, I go w- more out in the future. And, and Prime Infinity is just a little bit here. go almost a year 7,000. So the, the idea is... And, and this is a true thing that we deal with today is the fear of being different. As a culture, as species, we, instead of celebrating our differences as something beautiful, uh, as what they are, we fight over them. We demean each other over them. We degrade each other over them. And so, and, and Ripples is so far in the future, and those fears and those fights of discrimination, hate crimes, sex crimes, has driven us to be this like homogeneous, beautiful, perfect species that nobody fights about anything because everybody looks kind of the same. So you go to a lab and you say, okay, I want my kid to be one of those four shades of light brown. I want my kid to be have these eyes, this hair, and boom, you have a baby. But in the process of that, and, and, and you know, that kind of stems from like right now, you, you can go to the doctor and 
alter the genome of your baby when it's in utero and coming out, uh, come, have it come out as you want. That is happening today. So it's not like completely fantastic, but this is taking it yeah. To, 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 to yeah to to an end it's like taking the the lead clock and make it a bend i mean it's just what happens when we go that far okay so that's one of the things that happen in the future and we also figure out how to travel in time so we have discovered the earth we have explored every crook and cranny so We've finally got into the bottom of the ocean finally and they found just a couple of shiny fish i'm sorry no aliens i know you want aliens i apologize I wish there were. I know. There probably is. It's just, they're far away. (laughs) Why is space so damn big? I know. So you don't run into each other. It's like when you live in a farm, you know you have a neighbor, but you can't see the house. It's so far out there. It's kind of the same thing. So in the future. So instead of traveling to a location, you travel in time. So my book, most of the book takes a place in the year 2020, where when the Cubs finally win the World Series. They're not doing it this year? I, you know, I am so tempted of changing it, but I know the moment I change it, I'm going to curse them. Are you a Cubs and fan? I am a huge Cubs fan. I've oh, been, you and my wife will get along. I, I'm a, I, I, in Puerto Rico, we got WGN, so every day when I got home from school... I <laughs> you would poor bastards. <laughs> well, it was bad when they had Ryan Sandberg and Mark Grace and Andrew Dawson. <laughs> all, you, all, you got is, all you got is Cubs games and reruns of Lois and Clark. That's oh. that's like WG, and that's all you got. Lauren yeah. was like uh, in the heat of the night or yeah. something like that. MacGyver. The hell out of MacGyver back then. Which There's I like. nothing wrong with no, MacGyver. nothing wrong with MacGyver. But Harry Carey, I mean, and you couldn't, you couldn't help to fall in love with the Cubs just because of Harry Carey. Just, he was such a personality. And, and the players... I'm thinking about trying my Harry Carey impression. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. It's going to be horrible. Try it. No. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hi, guys. Yeah, Yeah, that was loud. That blew it out. You blew out your mic. I did. Dang it. See, that's why I wasn't going to do it. That's what Harry Carey did. You can understand half the stuff he said, especially me still learning English back then. I'm a Cubs fan and a Bud man. I'm just watching them. Terrible, isn't it? Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Please continue. Oh, Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, you have time scouts. These people travel to different points in time and make sure it's safe for tourists to go to the event. So, the main character, Jordan, is one of those time scouts. Well, in the process of becoming this uber-perfect species, we lost a lot of the flaws that makes us so beautiful. And the passion and and what love is. And that, that rawness, that animalistic rawness that makes us us. So... Through some events and through, yeah, the, don't give the, too much away. To the scouting, Jordan kind of wants that. Okay. So it's try, Jordan's trying to change the past just a little bit to alter that aspect of humanity in the future. Butterfly effect. But and the 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 tricky part is how to do it without getting caught because yeah. you of course have like in this in my case the auditor who keeps track of yeah. this stuff. So. The, the, the tool that Jordan uses is becoming the victim. Because I don't know when was the last time you guys heard of uh, somebody on the news about somebody getting killed because the other person used self-defense. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, mm-hmm. it's so, not completely outside the realm of possibility mm-hmm. nowadays, especially. Yeah, but it kind of it kind of gets lost in the shuffle of, of history. People died. And, and if you can get into the right spot... You know, there's a little bit... I've never seen the show, but people say, oh, that kind of sounds a little bit like Dex- Dexter, about trying to eliminate some bad people along the way. 
Yeah, he's a serial killer that only kills bad people. Yeah, I, I don't know the guy. I, I couldn't watch him. I, I know he's a great actor, but just I just can't think of his. We we have a running thing on the show. We can never remember people's names when we need to. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, so like any other time, you, you, I can tell you anything, and then you'll ask me the question, what's your name? Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> well, there was what, like, the first show was, like, we're trying to remember Jonathan Kent, Superman's dad, and we're yeah. like, what oh, the hell's okay. his name? Uh, J- uh, James? So. Yeah. Really basic stuff that Mr. anybody Kent. should know. Yes, exactly. That's, I think that's what we went with, so... Awesome. So Ripples comes out uh, next month? It, within the month. I mean, within it should be a, a few weeks. Get it out, get it done. Where are they going to be able to find It'll it? It'll probably get out before this podcast does. Okay. No, we'll, I'll, I'll work on it. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll work on it. Don't worry. Cranking up the pressure. It'll on be you. on Amazon. It'll be on Kindle. It'll be on iTunes. It'll be at the Sarah Book Publishing website. I'm actually, like, locally, I'm trying to get the books into some local bookstores. Finally decided to get off my ass and, and, and get that work done. Work a little bit. Well, you know, the the writing process is so personal and so secluded yeah. that it's like I was so anxious for that festival last weekend because it was my first, like, I'm actually going to be meeting fans. I mean, people that no, read my fans. stuff. I know, but... I that, saw pictures. That, Your that, mom looked really cute. She, my mom's girl. <laughs> she's like, oh, look at my big boy. Yeah, no. She's so proud. And, and she's a great supporter. And uh, honestly, I couldn't... I mean, she... She's she's helped me every step of the way, and I couldn't do it without her support. Because awesome. it, it gets scary, man. It, it's like you said, you go from the steady paycheck to let's see what happens. Yeah. So can you imagine going to your wife and saying, "Hey, I'm quitting my job that brings in a steady paycheck. I'm gonna start writing. See what happens. How's that go over?" Uh, considering she works for me, pretty not well. But she gets a promotion if you quit, right? Fair enough. <laughs> then she's she's got to answer my cell phone. I don't think that uh, she'd probably go for that. Ugh, probably quit and protest. I don't think I'd even try. I, I, I can't. I mean, I'm jealous of you on that, man. I mean, I you, like you did what a lot of people want to do, and that's Steph, go after what you want to do. Steph, Sheena, we're going to quit. We're going to do this full time. Yeah, podcasting full-time all the time from, from the basement it would be our basement because we would be divorced and living <laughs> together probably <sighs> yeah short commute to work fair enough there you go see by day five it's like well, i don't know what to talk about we've made a huge mistake <laughs> take us back take us back you don't have boobs that are good well <laughs> hey. All right, so Ricky Dracone, we appreciate you coming down here this week. Thank you. Uh, you can find all this stuff uh, on it's on your Twitter, right? Yep, I'm on Twitter at Ricky Dragoni. I got my Facebook page, and yeah, that's about it. I try to keep it simple. That way, I don't lose my mind. Prime Infinity is the one that is out now. Call Rick- call, uh, call or stop in your local bookstore and say, "Hey, you got these books? Why don't you have these books?" So when he goes and hits them up, there's already demand. No, actually, since I know this gets broadcasted uh, worldwide, if everybody could like hit up their library and request a book that would be freaking awesome all of a sudden ricky dracody runs the world yes yes just from don't tell him my master plan please i i i don't i don't want to crush it here (laughs) but um we have tens maybe dozens of fans but that's that's it think about this for a second as a story i want to see this and i want to forward in the front okay a guy that does that plan and it works okay (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, holy 
<laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I am completely unprepared for this eventuality. Like, the, the craziest plan, like, like go to your libraries, your bookstores, and ask for this one book, and it happens all over the, the world. And all, next thing you know, he is the, the king, the dictator. I, I don't know. I'll be a kind dictator, but I'll take it. Think about the, how that great of a story fun. would that ruin be? With an, rule with an iron fist, but velvet lined. Aww. Aww. He's so sweet. All right, uh, Ricky Jaconi again, we thank you. Before thank we you. go, we do one thing yes. that we have to. It's called the shameless plug. Cue the music! <laughs> All right, so part of it, you know, of course, is this whole thing has actually been a shameless plug a for, oh. for Ricky Jaconi and... SarahBookPublishing.com. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, the shameless plug this week is actually coming from me. Okay. You watch Dragon Ball Z? No. Okay. Your kids? No. It's you, just, like they're, they're, I don't either. You're you're not. No, you're I'm not. I'm too old and they're too young. I mean, it's like the kids I used to play football with that are in their twenties are the ones that love Dragon Ball Z. Okay, so back in college yes. and uh, late high school, I I started getting into it, All right. and I got nerd. into it. I nerd. This it really is, and uh, there's. <laughs> okay, so the other day I'm cruising around the the uh, YouTube world, and. I come across these people that revoiced Dragon Ball Z. Okay. And I'm sitting, my kids running around the we're just waiting for mom to get home. And I like literally am crying laughing. It's called Team Four Star. Okay. And what they do is they revoice all these episodes and put these things together. Yeah. And it is the if you know the show, it's the funniest damn thing you've ever seen. Did they, did and they... if you don't, it's still an occasional chuckle because he was the showing these things to me uh, earlier. And it, um, it's 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 amusing even if you don't have any knowledge. Not as funny as he finds it, but it's still funny. Well, they do other animes as well, and so they like twist the plot. They just change the dialogue. Is what they, they do? Or well, do they, they keep, keep it... the general plot, but they they revoice it in a way where it's really like one guy he keeps getting kicked in the dick. If you've ever if you've ever seen like the bad lip reading, yes. you know from yes. like it's it's kind of like that. Okay. And I'm listen. I'm sitting around in my living room the other night, and I'm like, what happens? I start crying, laughing at this. And I'm like, okay, it can't be as possibly as funny as this. So I go to the next one again, and I haven't laughed that hard at something in a very long time. Okay. So Team Four Star, I'll put a link to it up there. Uh, if you're a Dragon Ball fan. Uh, I know Dragon Ball Super is going on right now. Real nice. I would love to be excited about that, but I have no flippin' idea. What is he talking about? I don't know. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. No problem. Yeah, Anytime. So. Anytime. We're here. All right, that's your shameless plug of the week. <laughs> Do not buy this. <laughs> uh, we will see you next time. Uh, all the information about Prime Infinity and Ricky Draconi is at the bottom of the page or on our Facebook and all that. Remember to follow us at 151theshow or facebook.com slash 151theshow. And Ripples, look for that coming out here in the near future. Ricky? Thank you, man. Appreciate it. That's it. Goodbye. Bye. Au revoir.